What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, the podcast, episode 212. Straight out of New York, that's where we're coming. Uh, 212. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe is reconvened. When I want to know what's going on with the New York City transit scene, there's no expert I trust more. And my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? I am great. It's good to be here with the family once again. And when I want to talk local TV news, there's nobody I trust more than my favorite director, who happens to be my brother, Mr. Mark Powell's in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk local New York City real estate, there's nobody I trust more than the man they call Eddie Kane Jr. The world calls him Derek Powell. I call him my cuz. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cipher with the cats. How you guys doing? We're good. We're good. Uh, this is... Uh, Midterm election plus seven. Uh, we're we're a week after the midterms. Still, uh, some races are still being decided. What we do know as of this point is that the Democrats did hold on to the Senate, and there's still a slight chance. I mean, it really depends on what happens with the uh, Bobert election, and maybe one other that will kind of determine the slightest of slight. Uh, majorities for either the Republicans and Democrats going forward. But in any event, um, Democrats did way better than than anybody imagined or any of the pundits predicted. And, uh, you know, we go forward. Uh, there's still a runoff. I can't even believe I'm saying this out loud. There's still a runoff in yeah. Georgia. And Hershey yeah. says, run. I can run. I can run. Hershey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty fast. I'm pretty fast. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So Herschel was, you know, out there looking, you know, strapping on his track shoes. <laughs> exactly you what know, he's doing. Unaware that he has to run for, re, you know, run for the selection again. Uh, um, he didn't get. Yeah, I, I, Keith, that's, that's, that's the magic word. How in the fuck did this happen? I don't even understand how that many people voted for Herschel Walker in the state of Georgia. They didn't vote for Walker. They voted against. Raphael Warnock, all these so-called evangelical Christians, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not even. Call, they're not. These are not Christians. They're not Christians because they don't believe in anything they say. They, these are cultists who, who, who happen to be in a Jesus cult. They're not real Christians. They don't believe in charity for others. They don't believe that they're their brothers keepers. They don't believe in any of those things that we were supposed to learn in Sunday school. They really don't. Uh, they're judgmental, and for them to choose. This guy who threatened to shoot and kill his wife, who's paid for multiple abortions, who uh, has fathered many, many children outside of wedlock. I mean, if that's supposed to be a thing um, for that guy to to be within a hair's breadth of an actual pastor. From an actual graduate of Morehouse, from an actual uh, man who could, uh, an articulate individual a guy whose reputation is beyond reproach for him to be that close to Raphael Warnock. I'm sorry. There's something so wrong down there. And let me say this too. And I've been saying it now and I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. Um, you kind of mentioned it last week, Derek, when you said, I hope, I hope these women have the same energy when it comes election day. And so what do we find out in Georgia? Black women voted 98% for, for Stacey Abrams. They voted 98% for Raphael Warnock. And white women voted for like 20%, 20-some-odd percent for, for uh, Warnock. 
this is why we're having a runoff. White women who were like, oh my God, they're taking away my rights, said, you know what, I'm joining the tribe, I'm going back, I don't care. Uh, and and it just shows that that um, tribe is more important than your own rights. They will they will subjugate themselves rather than fight for their own rights. They Go have decided. Up, you know that. <laughs> they have decided to practice celibacy before they vote for a Negro down there. <laughs> you know, they say I'm not getting up off this thing, so the abortion thing don't mean nothing to me. I am not voting for for neither one of those Negroes down there. I'm going to vote for the Negro who we can control. Remember, there was a movie, and I think it was with Eddie Murphy, when it was like name recognition. And they oh, had yeah, put yeah. him on the, the, the distinguished gentleman. The then distinguished you go, gentleman. you put him on the name, you put him on the ballot because of the name, and that is where Herschel has gotten over because he was a hell. Now nah, his boy can run a football. Goddamn it, we can't take that from that boy. Now he was at, you know, he can run a football, and that was the name recognition. And they're willing to overlook everything else that this man has done, and say because he's a Republican that we're going to get him in the office. And then remember, once they get him in there, well, no, let me take that back. If they get him in there, then they know they can control him and just give him, you know, the the stuff that they want to get passed and the laws they want to put on the table. And he's going to be like a good old boy and do it, man. But it, it is really embarrassing when you hear this guy, I could say freaking man, when you see him opening his mouth, I just be like, I cringe like, God damn, nigga, please don't <laughs> say that today. And he just mumbling and bumbling and I think Mark talked about it last week. I don't know if it was the hits he has taken over the years on the football field, unless they and, could provide and MMA. Say and MMA. And MMA. He, he also did, uh, he was also oh, uh, man. mixed martial arts too. Okay. He's taken a lot of hits, but we need to get some footage from when he was in public school and junior high school. And let's see if this is just who this Negro is, man. But he, what is it, December 3rd or December 6th? They got to go back at this again. December 6th, yeah. December 6th. This is crazy, but um, he's there. And, uh, you know, I hope he don't pull out that fake badge no more. But with him, you just don't know, man. Well, you know, good luck, Raphael. Man. Well, name recognition is not a, a new game. They didn't invent that. I mean, the second Bush got in, ran for president because he was George W. Bush what, I guess he's a second. Yeah, second. So that's not you. And, and ask a Kennedy. They know by name. You know, that's how they always done that. The, the biggest factor is we knew the uh, invent, invent, evangelical point came to the word. Uh, those Christians didn't give a crap when they let President Orange scoop by. I mean, this you mean is what, Cheeto Lini. Yeah. Uh, right, uh, three, uh, three times divorced or at least two times divorced, three times yeah. married, serial cheater, grab and him a, by the pee. Credibly accused the, rapist. Yeah. yeah. So when they said that, that group of evangelicals, they didn't care. And we know, I mean, Herschel is not, he's not smart, to say the least, um, but he's he's just a Trojan horse. They don't care how he gets there or how they get there as long as they get somebody to yeah. run their agenda. I mean, if he, if he was, he's literally done all the things that they say they're against and they don't care. They're only voting for the R. I mean, he just happens just to have because he's a problem. I don't. I mean, I don't have a problem that he's a Republican. That doesn't bother me. He, the fact that he's stupid is the biggest issue. But, <laughs> but like, and I and I think the problem that, that upsets black people is that he's dumb and openly. You know, he's obviously a dumb man being used by a system 
Because if say if um, Condoleezza Rice was running for uh, um, uh, senator in Georgia, or even Colin Powell, we assume they're Republicans because they were in Republican administrations. We wouldn't care so much. We're like, okay, fine. You know, just just have a different philosophy. I mean, we, we've always said we're not a monolith. We, we're varied in thought and varied in, in in scope. But it's the fact that this guy is the represent represent the representative is what's driving people crazy. Listen, he can't. He can't think. I mean, he's just not smart. And he says and does things that are cringeworthy. And when you go and like my brother said, and you examine his life, it's like, my gosh, how are you co-signing on this guy? Of all, like I said, if it was somebody else, you know, insert on any other prominent black Republican, insert somebody else who was just that guy who likes, you know, believes in certain things. Eh, okay, whatever. But this guy against the pastor it's a hard swallow. It is. Yeah. You know, you, you look at, as Anthony said earlier, 20%. 20%? That's that's all that thought about the abortion rights and everything else that they've been losing. We're going to ride with the, this cat here and we're giving away everything, which is just crazy because if you look at, as we've been talking, Hershey has never been in politics. He don't know nothing about politics. Basically, he don't know nothing about nothing because he just, <laughs> nothing. This is called a bitch. He don't know nothing. He don't know nothing. And being a puppet on the string, that's all he is. Mm-hmm. And people can't see past the forest, that there is trees there, but they're like, Anthony said, they just stopped. We're going to stop right here and we're not going to vote for the other black guy, but we're going to vote for this black guy because he's because he is a Republican. Not because he is a great candidate and he's someone that's going to look out for us, but just because he's a Republican. Yeah, it's it, the whole thing is shameful. I mean, I, you know, I, I he also got. I mean, let me just say this because uh, we are not a monolith. You're right, Mark. In Georgia, eighty eight percent of black men voted for uh, Abrams and Warnock, which means. 12% of you niggas have lost your goddamn minds. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. There is no other way to say it. I'm sorry. 12% of you have lost your goddamn minds. When you say that, when you look, at, you have to be the, you have to be the loserous, buster ass. I can't even, I, I'm so tight. I can't even get the words Ooh. out. You gotta be some real busters to look at Herschel Walker as a black man and go, yeah, I want him to represent me. Think about what I'm saying. That's the guy I want to represent me. Damn. What in the actual fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> uh, y'all have turned my cousin into Samuel Jackson. Today. <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> Goddamn I, can't it. Man. I cannot believe it. I, you know, I'm watching it and you say, okay, well, all right, fine. What's going on? What, what's the story here? How, how, did, how did we get here? How did we get to like a 49, whatever the, the percentages were, to like a 48? It's, it's right. ridiculous that anybody even sees any parity in these two men. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, the distinguished gentleman, I guess maybe that was the rules. But you know what it's really saying? What they what what the what the GOP is really saying, because they did this before, it's not the first time they did it. You know, they replaced Thurgood Marshall with Clarence Thomas. Mm-hmm. Remember that. They replaced right. they said, Yeah, you know what, he looks good enough for us. They replaced mm-hmm. Thurgood Marshall with Clarence Thomas. Uh they tried to run Alan Keys 
against Barack Obama. They tried to run, run Herman Cain. Nine 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 Herman Cain <laughs> against Barack yeah. Obama. So they bring they bring this coon out. They bring this this fool out. This sob sold out brother, and they try to run him against Raphael Warnock. And and twelve percent, twelve percent of you people say, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. He's good. That's good enough for me. I like it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got I got multiple baby ki- baby mamas. I beat my woman. Yeah, he's fine. He represents me. Damn. His own kids are saying, "Oh hell no! Yeah. Please don't elect him." And this kid is not is not a liberal. This kid is conservative as conservative can be. And the kid is like, "Please don't let him get up in there." Remember though, we always said it. They fall in line. They, they're not voting for Herschel, the candidate no, who they believe not. can who can deliver their policies. They're voting for the the letter. So it it could have been anything. Could have been a turd or anybody. Yeah, it could have been anything, anybody, as long as they said, because we've seen, I mean, th- we've seen this picture. We, see, I mean, President Orange, who says he's a Republican, and we know he's not. All he wants is, I mean, I, I, was episode three, the, the narcissist episode? That's all yes. he wants. He doesn't care about Republican policy, Democrat. He just wants you to worship him. It's all, he, he wants to be a god in the worst way. The malignant so narcissist, yeah. yeah. That's what he is. Yeah, so, so he doesn't care about policy like there are some republicans who care about policy you know and and some republicans who who are are never going to vote for anybody who's against um abortion or never going to vote anybody who's uh, uh, for raising attacks because there's there's a i forgot i should look it up there's a a, those crazy republicans that uh that marjorie marjorie green taylor freedom caucus uh, yeah freedom caucus who who made them sign this thing that they won't vote for any bill I don't care how great it is that raises one cent of tax. So they have to sign this bill. So meanwhile, you can have a bill that says, listen, I know this is undersell, but hey, this is going to raise your tax by $5 a year and you're going to get, say, health care or a park or roads or school computers. Or Nope, you can't do it because they've they've got this kind of herd mentality. It's like the, you know, it's like you that's the Cedric and Sandy used to have a joke about. You see somebody, you know, if you're in a crowd and just one person kind of starts running, everybody starts running, they don't know what the hell they're running to. That's where it is, Republican Party. One person says it and they just all run and they don't know what they're running from. They just run because the person behind me ran, the person in front of me ran, so I must run. But you don't know what you're running from. That's what they do. They just kind of herd it off. Mark, let's call it what it is. They ain't no leaders. They're a bunch of followers who don't use common sense and thinking about what is good for this country only for what's good for themselves and their friends. They're not even thinking, like you just said, they're not thinking about nobody else. Everybody does that. I mean, you know, (laughs) but but they take it to the extreme. Everybody does that. I'm going to fuck everybody because that's the way they do it. I'm going to fuck everybody. Nobody, ain't nobody getting nothing. Yeah, you know, people say this. They're people. Yeah, but but politicians by nature all do that. They all are strictly... They rarely do things that are by design to benefit the majority of people. They just benefit whoever put them in office. Now, I'm going to push back on that because here's the reality. This is not about uh, there's no such thing as the Republican Party anymore. This is the party of Trump and this is the Trump party. And and there, there are no more Republicans. They all they all sold their souls to be in his good graces. 
So the idea of they, they don't even run anymore with the idea of governance. You know, if somebody tells me, listen, I believe that government spending should be limited. Okay, I can argue and I say, well, I think we should spend more on people. We can have that argument and we can find some middle ground over the course of time. Uh, and I'm not even talking about because, again, you know, uh, the, the party of Trump, what I mean by that is like we have uh, 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 Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. And, and because Trump is so horrible, they have become, I guess, sort of uh, uh, respected among Democratic circles. But the reality is, is both of them fools voted over 90 percent with Trump's ideas. You know, if I find somebody, if, I, if, if I'm hanging out with somebody and they agree with me nine out of ten times, I'm probably going to be cool with that person. Think about it. If you know somebody that agrees with you <laughs> nine out of ten times, you talk, you say ten things, and nine of them things, they go, yup, they high-fiving you on, <laughs> you're probably going to be cool with them people. So I'm not, there is no more um, um, Republican Party where, where they're going to say, well, we believe in lower taxes and less government and all that bullshit. Nah, the, this is, these are Trumpers. The people that are running the Freedom Caucus, you just mentioned Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert. These people don't even believe in governing. They don't care about governing. They're not, try, they're, they're not trying to, to come up with policies that benefit people. These people complained about the fact that we couldn't get baby formula and then they voted against it. They complained about <laughs> gas prices and then voted against the cutting the gas taxes. They complained about uh, uh, about border security and meanwhile Biden has had more inter- inter- interceptions and in, in, uh, interdictions at the border than anybody prior to him. They complained about the deficit. Biden has lowered the deficit a, a trillion dollars. So every chance they get to complain about, they vote against it. They voted against lower insulin prices. They voted against lower prescription drug prices. So they're not about the people. These no. are about people who want power for power's sake. Yes, they vote for lower taxes. They're voting to cut billionaires' taxes, not your taxes, not my taxes. They're voting to cut, they voting to cut Bezos' taxes. That's where we are. And like I said, and, 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 and they thought that a Herschel Walker would go a long way towards getting in there. So I'm just saying... Um, there's what two weeks left, three weeks left to get Raphael Warnock back in there and expand that majority. And I hope people are sending him money. You can go just Google and find out where where to send the money. I think uh, um, uh, Act Blue and Secure Blue. You can send Raphael Warnock money if you if you're on Instagram. I'm his ads are popping up everywhere. Just click the link. Send this man some money, please. And y'all do can send us Hershey Walker money. Yeah, do not let these fools. Get Herschel Walker up in there, just for just for the culture. Don't let this black man be anywhere like where, where his picture goes down in history as a senator from Georgia. Please, God, hey, don't let that happen. Hey, imagine this motherfucker walking into the into the White House now. Oh my God! With track oh shoes my God. on, helmet on his head. What time we play? <laughs> I tell you, um, I love your speech and um, I love your fiery passion, uh, Supervisor. But I'm telling you, that Negro's got a better chance than Raphael. It's it's like it's in the air. I'm like, I don't know if the the Democrats are going to come out again on December the 6th, because now you got to take another day off from work. You know, I I, I don't know if we they're going to get that cat in, man. It's, it's I, I got a bad feeling. I got a bad feeling, man. and I've been saying I, I, this. You know, I, I'm, I agree I, with you. 
Yeah, I've been saying this for a minute. Like, yo, he's hanging. It's like you play a basketball game with a team you're supposed to beat. You got to get it over with in the first, second quarter or less, uh, as, as um, late as it can be. When you get to the fourth quarter and that team is still hanging around, they start to feel they can win. This cat feels he can win. And then what's the uh, the new guy, uh, Keen over there? Who's their new uh, governor? What's the new governor's uh, name? Kemp. Brian Kemp. Kemp. Yeah, Brian Kemp. Now he's available. And he already says he's going to give his resources, his campaign team, to Herschel. So it's it, you know I don't know is Stacy saying she wants to step up and help Raphael or she's in the mood because you know she got smacked again I I don't know man but he has to get somebody Obama got somebody got to get down there to help this guy if not it, it's not going to turn out good for him I I can see Herschel representing the state of Georgia for six years Georgia yeah six they don't, years they understand don't what we're saying here from twenty twenty two. To 2028, six years. Oh, I can see Ray Charles turning over right now. Georgia ain't on my mind no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that high-pitched that high wine you hear, that's him spinning yeah. in his grave. That's right, man. Yeah. Sound yeah. like an air raid siren. That's Ray Charles. Yeah. So, yeah, listen, man. I mean, uh, we are in a world of hurt. Uh, uh, Saturday Night Live featured Dave Chappelle. Uh and he did a 15-minute monologue. And I've said this before. I've said it on the air. I've said it on national radio. Uh, I've said it on this show. Uh, I never thought that there would ever be anybody who I would put on a pedestal above Richard Pryor. Dave Chappelle is great above Richard Pryor. He is, He is. Uh, uh, you know, he said it himself, but it's true. He is the GOAT. He is the greatest of all time. Um, as far as, as stand-ups are concerned, you know, uh, Eddie Murphy was brilliant and, you know, Chris Rock and anybody you want to name, uh, as I said, uh, Richard Pryor to me sat on, on, on that pedestal forever. Um, everybody, we all aspire to be as good as Richard Pryor. Dave Chappelle has passed that guy and has left him in the dust and watching his monologue and SNL was just masterful. It was just masterful. I I agree uh, I agree to 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 some extent. Um, I just want to go on the record and say that that was the supervisor who gave Dale uh, Dave all those props. Um, he was just okay. This is Derek speaking. He was just okay. There's there's no need for me to get in trouble. He was just okay. <laughs> I mean, if we gonna get canceled, I mean, I can take I can pick up the ball and run. So it was just him. I say he was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? Oh, okay, that's one that says he's okay. Keith, you agree? No, he was great. He was great. Um, his monologue was outstanding. And uh, he broke down Kanye, Kyrie, everything. It was, I, I, from my, when I was watching it, I just was smiles on my face because what he spoke is basically just the truth, but in a real genius manner. Right. Once again, that was Keith Powell, not me, who uh, said that. Uh, <laughs> I want to be working uh, next week. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I think it was great. I know the uh, the backlash, but there's always a backlash when you say anything, like you said at the beginning of the monologue. So I listened, I watched it today. Um, I, I didn't see anything that screamed anti-Semitism. I didn't see anything that screamed um, bigotry or hatred. I just saw a witty uh, um, stand-up or monologue but I understand that 
every time you say those words, you're third railing it. You're, you're pushing or attempting fate. The only good thing I guess I can say is while it did get some um, press, I saw a little thing today on CNN that kind of half-heartedly went out, and there's some things online. I don't think it's going to rise to the level of he didn't he didn't Kanye yet. I mean, Kanye's attack was a different attack. This was sort of like a a clever attack that you would have. And he kind of said in his stand up, if you hang out with your, your friends, you, I mean, cause we all have friends of, of different, you know, groupings. It's like, you know what? And, and Derek and, and, and uh, Keith can uh, uh, acknowledge this. It's locker room stuff in public. I mean, the locker room, that's the thing about a team that we love. Everybody's on fire. There's no, and, and Anthony, you know, from the comedy, from the comedy club, there's no sacred anything. You're in a locker None. room, you're in a comedy club, everything, everybody, you know, your foibles, your insecurities will all be exposed because that's what a locker room does. And he just did that with kind of like a wink in his eye, like, hey, listen, hey, I'm just kind of poking fun here. I understand what Kanye said was crazy, um, the way he attacked it, but he wasn't doing that. So when they try to do that, it's sort of like, man, come on, I, I'm with you in certain regards, but this is a bridge too far when you kind of say that he's doing the same thing. That's what they were saying. He's echoing Kanye's mm-hmm. tropes, and he wasn't doing that at all, in my opinion. Um, can we let the studio audience know now that Eddie Kane will be working alone next week by himself? <laughs> <laughs> really, really, folks, man. You know what? I'm I'm a family member. I'm with them, man. That joint was outstanding. Not only did I watch it live, I have watched it a couple of times on my uh, mobile device. It was that damn funny to me. <laughs> Again, as I said, I mean, it, it, to, uh, you make a great point, Mark. It, it's, it, for stand-up comics, there are no sacred cows. I've been in people's hospital rooms with other comics, visiting comics, and there is no mercy for the cat that's <laughs> laid up in the bed, you know, wires coming in and out or whatever. I've been to funerals of comics, and believe me, the, the, the body laying there is going to get roasted just like everybody else in the room. Damn. So it, 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 there is no, there are no sacred cows. Uh, I think that again, I'm just talking about as an art, as an artist, as a a, a, a practitioner of stand up comedy. I have never seen better. There are guys that 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 we can we can you know uh, put in in the the. Hall of Fame. There are guys you can you can put on the Mount Rushmore comedy. Uh, you can talk about different craftsmen, whether it's George Carlin or Pryor or anybody else. But I, in terms of the GOAT, the it's GOAT, him. It's yeah. it's Dave Chappelle. Uh, and and I don't. It, it's not close. It's not close right. anymore. It, it, you, it, he's, he's separated so. F- like I like you. Yeah, I, I grew up listening to those those uh, Richard Pryor albums you brought up from school. Um, and I thought I would never hear anybody who was as brilliant. This guy, if he was great when he was before his voice changed from all the cigarettes, I thought he was hysterical. But this level of comedy is just—it's so brilliant and crafted so well that it's like, wow, that that brain is working on us another level. We we don't nobody just nobody sees that nobody. I mean, I know Rock is good and uh, Burr's good, but it's like you said, the Hall of Fame. There are a lot of people in the Hall of Fame and the Basketball Hall of Fame, which is the worst Hall of Fame, by the way. Because right. if Michael Jordan is a Hall of Famer and Mo Cheeks, we ain't the same. And I'm Mo Cheeks, my favorite player. 
<laughs> but that's, I'm, 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 glad, I'm glad you made that comparison because he, cause that's what it is. You know, if you got a guy that's uh, you just use Mo Cheeks again, um, and you put him in the room, and it's Michael Jordan's in the room. Um, yes, Mo Cheeks was probably the best player in his neighborhood, the best player in his high school, the best player on his college team, and one of the best players in the league. But Michael Jordan, yeah, is 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 head and shoulders above him and and probably 90% of the rest of the people that he's in the Hall of Fame with. You know, this, this you know, I will say this as as a, as a comic. There are not many guys that I that I would be in a room with and go, "Oh, I I I don't want to follow him." Um I didn't know Dave Chappelle as an adult. Well, I, 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 that's not true. I knew him as an adult, but I never had to really really um follow him. Uh, I, I, you know, went before him and watched him, you know, come on after. And I, the first time I met him was actually, actually, you were in the club. It was down at Garvin's in DC. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, but he was a kid. He was just a kid hanging out in the back. I didn't know who he was. Um, and he reminded me of who he was later on, years later. Uh, he was like, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> straighten that out. Um, but in terms of comics that that I knew, I think probably Bill Burr is the only guy. I was like, you know what? I'm glad I'm going on before him. Because he was he was he was that good way back when. Uh, as I said, this guy is 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 in rarefied air. Everybody's looking at the bottom of his shoes. That's how high up he is. So now let me uh, ask you this, Aunt. Um, because I thought Saturday Night was just like you know I saw the net you know the Netflix special and I thought that was great, but I thought Saturday Night was just at, at another level. Does he have like? Um, a group of writers, or is it him and two or other three? In your opinion, two or other three cats, and they just come up with this material. Please don't tell me he's doing this by himself because then he's really that guy. I, I believe I, I know when he was doing the Chappelle show, he had a, one of his good friends, white kid, in fact, Wait, um, was, was yeah, was a funny guy. Yeah, was, yeah, Brendan was doing what they were. They wrote together. They wrote a lot of the okay. sketches together. Uh, but I truly, uh, if if he's working with a couple of guys, he may be. But I think uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him his props. I believe that the the majority wow. of what he's talking about, because it's so unique to him, gotcha, is him writing. It's his writing. Gotcha. It's so unique to him that it's his writing. He writes every day, um, and it, it, that's hard to do. And it's hard, you know. I mean, he has a unique style. Uh, but he also has a, a unique vision. He sees the world a little bit different than that, everybody that's else. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. Um, that's 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 what most comics do anyway. Most comics see the world uh, just a little bit off center. We don't see the world straight on. We see it off center. You see the funny um, from from a different angle than most. Uh, and he's he is looking at he's seeing things that we are not seeing. He you know like like we talk about Magic Johnson's court vision. He's that mm. he's got that that comedy vision in that way. He just gotcha. sees it all in slow motion. Gotcha. Cool. So yeah, he he's at that mm. level. He's at he's at genius level. Damn. Um, so yeah. Uh, so, so I who can, can get us tickets uh, next time he comes to Tampa? I can't get no tickets. I don't, you know, turn my cards. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, hold up. You you said you met him. You know. Yeah, I, I, but I, I I don't I don't know him like that. Maybe you should have been more of his friend when he was in DC. Maybe he would uh, <laughs> look out for you right about now. Instead I of mean, sending him 
Instead of him out for a Mountain Dew, probably that's what you did. <laughs> yeah, go shorty, give me a Mountain Dew and keep your mouth shut. I don't want to hear. You know, you didn't know the guy was going to blow up like this. God, damn, no, he didn't. He didn't. That's 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 a very famous uh, comedy story about uh, Eddie Murphy and and uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Um, What's that? It's so so. Uh, uh, Roddy Dangerfield, I believe. I believe the story is this: Roddy Dangerfield and Eddie are in a bathroom somewhere at the comedy club or some some spot, some some big event. And you know, there's a couple other people in the room. And the story goes that Rodney would not put Eddie on in this club; wouldn't let, get, let Eddie, you know, get you know stage time in this club. And so uh, they run into each other like years later. You know, this, you know, Eddie's cordial. Hey, what's going on? Uh, hey, how you doing? And then uh, Eddie leaves, and then Rodney stops, and I guess the people standing around, and he looks around at the people, and he goes, "Who knew?" So I mean, that's the, that's the deal. <laughs> I mean, he didn't know. I mean, you didn't, you didn't. He didn't see it. He didn't know what's going to happen. And right. you know, after the fact, it's, it's too late. So yeah, who knew? I uh, you know I, I don't I don't have a transition for this, but it's just it's just horrible news. It just kind of came across the wire here. Uh, my alma mater has been famous for uh, a lot of things in the last few years. It was the the home of the uh, the white supremacist march, uh, the you know that took place in Charlottesville a couple of years ago, and that led to the death of that young woman. And uh, actually, it was the it was the inspiration for Biden running for president when he saw saw all the tiki torches down there, and and Trump was like, "There's good." Both uh, good uh, people are good people on both, both sides. sides. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then uh, today it is the scene. Oh, 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 it's also, I'm sorry, don't forget it's also the the scene of the first ever number one seed on the men's side to be upset in the first round, <laughs> <laughs> but then follow up next year by winning the championship. There you go. <laughs> they didn't win the championship. It was like the NIT didn't matter. No, man. no, no. The first they got upset. The first number one seed to be upset in the first round of the. That's what oh, you mean the, the, the very next year? Ago, they yeah, won, right, the yeah. very next year they won the championship. So I thought they were going all the way back when they got they got upset. By no, no, Sean no, 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 no. Ralph Sampson's uh, weak ass. No, no, no. You get they yeah. lose all the time. No. <laughs> so yes, Wilson, yes. old boy Jeff Lamp. Yeah, I remember that team. I got the post. Yeah, I mean they won nothing. Rick Carlisle too. <laughs> Don't forget Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle, that's right. Yeah. Oh, Rick Carlisle was there. Yeah. yeah. They had a squad and they couldn't win. Diddley. Nothing. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Mark, for for shitting all over my school. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, today is a sad day because uh, there was yeah, another yet another mass shooting uh, on the campus. A young man, a former uh, UVA football player, uh, got access to a gun and shot three members of the Virginia football team as well as two others. Um, so uh, he's in custody now. I don't, I mean, I guess the story will start to evolve, but it's just, a, it, it is, I didn't want to have the gun talk anymore. We've had it over and over and over again. We can't add anything to it, I, you know, and, and I think I've reached a point that I never want to be at, and that is just, I'm just, I, I, I'm, I'm getting numb to it. I'm getting numb to the idea that they're not going to do anything about it, that they're not going to change anything, they're not going to fix anything. The fact that we're stuck with ideas that were formed over 200 years ago and we're still living by these foolish ideas is insane to me. 
You know, you have the right to bear arms. Okay, yes, the arms they were bearing were muskets. You know how long it takes to load a fucking musket? <laughs> you can't do a drive-by shooting with a musket. You can't go and do a mass shooting with a musket because you get your ass beat in between shots. <laughs> so maybe, just maybe, uh, I think the, the the people that wrote the the, the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, they understood that this thing should be mm-hmm. changed as times changed. But we're stuck in some stupid here. That's, That's a whole living document. But yep. some of these stupid conservative Republicans thinking it's like in stone. They think it's like Ten Commandments. It's it was crafted so that you could adapt as things change, as uh, technologies change, as as people change. But for some reason, that's and it's crazy because the NRA, which holds a lot of sway, is you would think that, like they're the biggest union or or, or uh, I guess yeah union in the world. Not it's not a union. They're um. Uh, not a guild. association is really a club. That's all it is. Yeah, it's not that many. They're not that big. In in the grand scheme of things, they are small, but they hold so much sway. It's crazy. But the fact that yeah, the fact that this kid got a gun, had a gun. I mean, and and then we're talking about it again. Give it up. What is today is uh, we tape on a Monday. Probably, probably usually by two weeks from now there'll be another shooting, and we'll be like, oh, you remember that shooting back in Virginia? Yeah, yeah. This is the era. Real, you know, you, you look at it. The Bible Belt states; those are the people that really believe in firearms, and they're not going to let that go. If you go to the West, California, New York, you know those areas, they make it very hard for you. To, even now, to fill out the application to get a gun permit, they putting you through hoops, changes, and all other stuff. But in those Midwest area, it's easy to uh, apply and get a gun. Or walk in the store with your license and walk out the store with a gun. So you, you figure know, this kid may came from someplace else. He has Virginia's Virginia license, walks in the store, buys a gun. No problem. And this kid here was black and he shot three other uh African American black uh football players. And the first thing they I you know, and, and they don't, you know, no, it hasn't come out the uh, the reason why. And I started thinking about, you know, was this guy hazed or something like that? And that yeah. was his revenge. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, this is he also this, a football player on the team. Yeah. He, football he was a football player like the okay. first year he got there. Uh, oh, but then okay. he wasn't a football. Then he's not a football player now. And the, the three guys who he shot were three active football players. And it's like, wait a minute, was this guy hazed and he's just not happy? Or he wasn't happy that he didn't stay on the football team because he was 22. And the other, the way they made it seem, the other the three guys who got killed were younger than him. So, but you know, I'm like, but if he was Hayes prior and just had a moment where he blacked out, man, because these kids were coming from a play, a student, you know, um, outing out in DC, coming back to the campus, uh, seeing a play in DC, got to the campus, and the guy just came on and just just let off, man, which is crazy. Yeah, I, I, you know, I had the same thought. I mean, again, as I, we're speculating because it just came across right. the wire. We're speculating. We don't know. Um, but I, I did have the same thought. I thought I said, "Wow, that's that's just odd. It's an it, it seems like a a revenge killing, or yes, it certainly seemed like there was a personal aspect to it uh, for him to target these 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 young men for whatever reason." And to Keith's point, yeah, it's 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 it is so easy to get a gun in Virginia. I mean, remember Virginia is the place that a lot of people use the the I ninety five corridor for yeah. uh, to go get guns. They they go down to Virginia and they drive back over the line. They go to these gun shows and it's very very easy 
to get a firearm in this country. It's easier. This is crazy. It's easier to get a gun for a, a 22-year-old, 23-year-old man. It's easier for him to, to get a gun than it is for him to rent a car. Crazy. Right? It's easier for him yeah. to get a gun than it is for him to rent a car. That's where we are. You know, and and I'm glad you brought up the 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 the, the fact that they're shooting in the you know that that it's so easy to get guns in the Midwest. Uh, one of these these candidates in the last uh, cycle made the point that it's more dangerous. The the twelve of the uh, top thirteen most dangerous states to live in are red states. You know, mm-hmm. they always talk about New York and what about Chicago? You got to do something about Chicago. All the people, you know, dying in Chicago and New York. They don't mess, mention Jackson, Mississippi and New Orleans and all of these these places in Oklahoma City and all of these places where mm-hmm. the murder rate is way higher per capita than it is right here in New York. I mean, we see the news. We know it's bad. But you mean to tell me it's worse in Oklahoma City than it is here? I ain't going. I ain't going back. I've been there. I ain't going back. <laughs> St. Louis. Yeah, bad. exactly. Really bad. You know, it's a lot of those states out there where it's like the wild, really the wild, wild west. Put it to you that way. Wild, wild west. No, absolutely. And 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 again, the the story is that the narrative is always, oh well, you know, it's the urbans. And when they say the urbans, they really just talk about us. And that's that's what the whole. I mean, <laughs> we we watched all the commercials here in New York. You know, Lee Zeldin almost oh. pulled it off with that bullshit. I mean, every commercial was about was about how dangerous it is. We got to get these criminals and you know, and, and air quotes criminals off the streets. But every video you saw was some black person doing something wild. That is true, Anthony. That is so true. Even when it was running down here, that's what you didn't see. Nobody else of, of a different color, none but black people. Like wow. So, I, I like we the only one busting guns. Come on, man, please, man. That's the whole that's point. The yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the picture they trying to paint, though. Hey, the reason they get us because we so dumb sometimes. They we forget we don't care if the camera's watching us. Exactly. Nah, we look in the camera, and, you know, and and, and, and it flex. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anywho, uh, I I know I know y'all. You guys know that I'm a big James Bond fan, and I got some James Bond news. Apparently yeah. they they've recast the role. Uh, uh, Daniel Craig, who in my opinion, uh, after Sean Connery, is the best Bond ever. Uh, and and I'm only I'm just holding loyalty to Sean Connery. I think Daniel Craig's movies have been been uh, certainly a, in, a, in a modern sense. I mean, uh, he's had, he's had great. access to modern filmmaking, and so the uh, and and you know uh, the times are different. So yeah, those movies have been outstanding, and Sean Connery's my guy. But uh, they they recast the role, so the new 007 is Tom Hardy. And people say, "Well, who's Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy is the guy who played Bane and uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Batman. Batman. Movie. He's, he's, he's also the guy that was uh, in uh, the Revenant. Revenant. Uh, Picky Blinders. Picky Blinders, right? Venom. Uh, Venom. He's yes, in- he plays Venom. So uh, he's the new James Bond. So I'll go around the room, get your thoughts, and then I will share. Uh, my James Bond wisdom and expertise. Uh, I'll start with you, Mark. <clears throat> well, I was saying off here. I I used to always question. I used to question a lot of times casting of people like, oh, how why you pick that person for that role? That's going to be horrible. And then a lot of times it's been great. I mean, I, I talked about when Daniel Craig was cast as Bond. I was like, that's 
awful. He doesn't look like Bond at all. There's no way. And he was great. I thought when they first cast uh, some unknown for Wolverine, I'm going, first of all, he's too tall. It's not going to work. And Hugh Jackman was great. Um, Tom Hardy, I'm skeptical initially because I don't see it. I don't think it's going to work. It doesn't fit my eye, but I'm not a casting director, so I'm relying on him. A guy who I thought would have been a good Bond, since I know at one point it was kind of trending, soft trending of Ildris Elba, I thought was this guy, uh, Red, Reg, Reg John Page. He's some guy from um, Bridgerton. Oh, from, from, yeah, Bridgerton. Yeah. yeah. No, that that's the <laughs> and the only reason I know the only reason I knew know of him is because it was a commercial. I was like, who's this guy? Who's some car commercial? And it's and it like, oh, he's some Bridget Bridgerton guy. So I thought he had the rookie. He had that kind of. He also he also hosts SNL and I watch that. I thought he had that kind of smooth look to him, especially since they were going with the Idris, Idris Elber deal. But we'll wait and see. I mean, I don't see it in Hardy. I know he's a great actor. He's really good at acting. But you know, we'll see what happens. Okay. Um, really, I had no choice of it but you to play James Bond. Because you've been uh, James Bond since we've been kids. You are the one. And I am unhappy that they did not give you a chance to show what you can do. They don't James understand. I know. That's, that's what I'm upset about. Uh, Hardy, he, he, he's, he, from what I have seen, his uh, acting is very good. But you are the one. I'm going to leave it at that. You're the one, cuz. Appreciate well, you, cuz. Well, well, whatever. Um, I, 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 I'm not looking to get no brownie points, man. I'm keeping it a buck in these streets, man. I don't know. Maybe he want a day off next week. He trying to butter your ass up. You know, goddamn James Bond. What I will tell you this, um, he can do it. You know, um, first of all, the guy's a, uh, a great actor. So what they'll do is, you know, you get him in the gym. You get him the look. You tailor up his suits. He'll start moving and watching all the old films. And before you know it, you know, we're not going to forget about Sean, but we will say like, yo, the guy, you know, he did a good job. I think he's going to be just, just fine. Once they get, he, he just, they got to, it's Hollywood. So they're going to give him the look and the guy can act. So he's going to get that look. And with his acting skills is off the chain, he's he's good money. Uh, I think he's going to pull it off. Yeah, I, I mean, um, there were guys that were that they you know were being rumored to be cast uh, like uh, Jean Rene uh, or whatever his name is uh, Mark. I, I I saw that and certainly Idris Elba and I've said before you know I love Idris Elba but I don't want to see Idris Elba be James Bond if they want to create a character that is uh, uh, of that nature then then create a new create a new character but don't 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 use Bond Bond is 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 is. Uh, you know, an iconic literary character, just like, you know, it's like, okay, we're going to recast Sherlock Holmes and we're going to, you know, get used Flavor Flav. I think that's stupid. I mean, it's just, you know, I'm off with diversity, but I mean, Flavor knows what time it is. Uh, (laughs) So real quick for you, before you go on, but didn't you say, I mean, I didn't notice until you told me Bond is, he's a literary character, but he's, his, his, uh, is just his number the 007, not attached to him, or is the name like no? I know the, double just, seven is just the number. Signed. Okay, so the, the name. Okay, so the, right. So he, in other words, he has a backstory. His his mother is is, I believe, uh, uh, Swiss, or, and, and his father was was uh, um, Scottish, and he was born in Scotland. So he the 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 the, 
the individual James Bond is an individual. Uh, okay, the, the okay, number okay. is assigned by 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 the uh, Secret Service, uh, and a double O becomes is because of the of the license to kill. You get a double O after you've committed your first uh, wet work. So yeah, uh, so that again, so that character in in terms of the the books is is you know it's kind of it's it's established. So I had an issue when they would say, well, we're going to get a woman to play. And no, okay, if you want to be, if you want to say 007, if you want to play with the 007, I have no issue with it. If you want to play with James Bond, that's where I, I kind of draw the line. So I had an issue with Idris Elba and, and, and the uh, the young woman that was in the uh, uh, No Time to Die, the sister, I forget her name. Um, yeah, uh, she did a great job. But yeah, I mean, have her cast as somebody, you know, you can cast her as 008 or 9, or you can pick any, any three numbers you like. I don't care. Um, but she's not James Bond. Um, this case with Tom Hardy, I think I, I agree with all you guys. He is an excellent actor and, um, he's been considered for a long time. So I've had to run it through my own brain for a while. The only issue I have with Tom Hardy is the same issue I have with Tom Cruise. He's short as fuck. He's tiny. He's a short dude. And so you have to cast all these, all the Bond girls are going to be like midgets now. They're going to all be short. Because <laughs> you can't have none of them. You know, he can't be out there in the tuxedo. They can't come out there in the, in uh, uh, like Anna the Armist in the in the nightgown and in the high heels standing he next to him. Uh, you know, standing next to him. I mean, it's going to be kind of rough, you know, his, his little ass standing there. You know, I mean, Daniel Craig was at least six foot. Uh, Sean Connery was six two, so it kind of you know they can they can cast women and 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 he can stand over them. Now you have a guy who's going to be looking eye to eye as long as the girls who all the Bond girls going to be wearing flats. Is that what you're telling me? Or they all going to be wearing <laughs> ballet shoes now? Is that what is that what I'm seeing? So uh, all the Bond girls going to look like Patty Duke, I guess. I don't I don't know what the story is. Um, you know that that's that's my only issue. But I agree with you, Derek. I think yeah, once they get him in the gym, yeah. uh, and he's actually I I didn't notice about him. He's got a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He's actually competed. Tom Hardy is 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 about that action. He can actually, you know, yeah, I mean, he, he, he'll jack you up. Um, but he is short. He's a short dude. Um, but you know, I, I guess they'll they'll shoot from the from the ground and look up, make him look tall. <laughs> you know, do the old King Kong trick. You know, where they make all the buildings short and make them walk through there. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I, th- I think he's going to do fine. I'm just curious to see where it goes. I, I, I just, like I said, that's my only issue is that his height is prohibitive. Um, I think that he's also a little older, but not as old as we think he is. But um, I was thinking they were going to go in a, a direction where they get somebody who's like in their early 30s so they can have him for 10 or 15 years. And when he's done, he's like 45, 50, you know, as opposed to what they're doing. Hmm. Wow, he's how old do you think he is? He is thirty fourish, like in that ballpark. Nope. Uh, Keith, what do you think? Uh, thirty. Derek, you, Derek, you know the answer. I up. Yeah, because I yes, right. Up. Tell him, Derek. <laughs> forty-five. Yeah, he's forty-five. So he got one movie to do. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's two years that old. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize he was that old. That's so that's forty-five. Like, yeah, that's yeah. that's old for movie. Yeah, when you put like a, a series of movies, usually it's like these three picture deals. He's not going to be able to crank out three pictures in oh. what? Uh, it's about every two years. If things go great every two years, that's right. He's gonna so, be a, 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 that's this is pre production right now. So you let's just say they're they're working on pre production because again they got to reboot it right because they they yeah, killed uh, a- the uh, James Bond in in the last series. So they're going to reboot it. And let's just say they're going to have a different. 
uh, yeah. character or story arc. You got two movies, so it's going to be pre-production. So it's forty. He's forty-seven, forty-five now. He's forty-five. Yeah. I, yeah. I, so the two years from now, he's going to be forty-seven. He's going to be forty-seven, and then for the sequel, he's going to be damn near fifty. Not, he well, will be. Not damn well, near. Yeah. I, I take back I, my I vote. I tell you right now, at fifty, it's hard to run just to catch the bus, let alone <laughs> <laughs> trying try to avoid, you know, the bad guys. <laughs> well, maybe they might do back to back to back. You know. Shoot all three, four movies in one year. Forty-five. You can't do that. That's that's too much work at that age. Listen, we're all past forty-five. There's no way in the world he's not going to be Lord of the Ring in this, where they shoot the whole movie all in one time. That's how that's how Lord of the Rings happened. They shot them all in one big batch. I take it back now. I mean, he. I just think that's too old. And once again, for and he's only five foot nine. That's what you just. He's five foot nine. He's five nine and forty five, so I think this. I'm taking this back. I, I I think this is going to be a bad cast because that, once again that goes to the lack of imagination. Sometimes well, here we go. I'm going against what I said earlier, but I don't. I mean, I'm not. I don't know what Sean Curry did prior to being Bond. Did, did, did he do anything spectacular? He had. He was. He had like he had bit parts in like uh, this movie called Darby O'Gill and the Little People, and he was also he had a small scene in. Um, the longest day, I think. Uh, but I think that was, you know, he he had just. It was like I think the, that movie, The Longest Day, about uh, D Day, you know, came out. I think it came out like in '62. So he was like, you know, he was he had just been cast as Bond when he got exactly. that. So I guess they were just trying to okay. put him out there somewhere so people could see him and then uh, introduce him. Roger Moore but was yeah, the he was, before Bond, right? That yeah. was like Roger Moore okay, had a TV series. Pierce Brosnan had a Pierce TV Brosnan series, had, had, and they were trying to get him before they got Dalton. But before Dalton right. got cast, I don't know anything Timothy Dalton did. He, he was a Shakespearean actor, and yeah. he had uh, done well, we some British over TV. Here. Yes, so no, no. My he point wasn't goes. He wasn't a star here. Right. Yes, my point. So there's got to be somebody out there who has the physical characteristics, and quite frankly, the age. That's like, like, like I love the fact how. Uh, Thor is a good six four. I mean, I would ideally be usually like six eight six nine, but it's tough to find six eight six nine actors. But Liam Hemsworth, he's a big body dude. That's how Thor right. is. So that's and he was in. He was uh, he was the he was James Kirk's father in the first Star Trek, um, the one who died on the, on the thing. Right. We really didn't know anything about him until jumped off with Thor. There's got to be somebody out there who has this physical frame and age that you could have gone with versus getting a. a an ages, I'm gonna be ages. A 45 year old, five foot nine Bond. That seems well. well another brother. guy they were they were talking your about brother. was the the guy that played Loki. Uh, what's his face? Uh, oh, uh, he would have been, oh, he been good. He's like yeah, he would have been good. Definitely, yeah, definitely. that'd have been a really good one. Because I I, I and, changed and my mind with him. Ages, right? Yeah, yeah. I see, I changed my mind with him. I saw him in King Kong because he had bulked King up Kong, over right. King Kong. I was like, oh yeah, he could do this, and that would have been a good cast. Uh, so so yeah, I'm taking back. All right, you sticking with it, Key? No, I told you you. I told you it was you. I'm sticking with him. I'm not right, buttering we'll up nothing. I ain't changing my mind. I'm going with him. Tom Hiddleston is 41, but he's he has the right height, though. Okay, so he's yeah, Hiddleston. So 41, and like I said, add three, 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 so you can get maybe five films out of him. Um, and and maybe three, 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 three and films out two. of him. Yeah. And Henry Cavill, I think, is also the other guy that they were they were considering um and Henry Cable uh 
Superman, yeah. I mean, I you know he's he's kind of buff. Um, six one, six one, and he's 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 also uh, age wise. I think he's what in his late thirties. Um, hold on, checking it out. <laughs> research yeah, team, trying our, to get crack research it. team. <laughs> thirty nine. Thirty nine. Okay, yeah. So I mean, yeah. So so thirty nine is still better than forty five. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just once again, I, I don't understand how that's unless he's doing one of those. I'm just doing the one picture, and then, but that makes no sense either. I don't know. That that yeah, because they, right. they spent so much time to invest it, and it's, it's been such a, a great mystery, and to finally settle on that, I don't know. I think maybe uh, somebody's somebody's gonna have a have a moment where they go, nah, this is probably not gonna be a good thing, and they go, he's gonna have a he's gonna go to rehab, and they're gonna say, oh well, we have to move on. You know, <laughs> right. Buy him out. That, that's right. That's right. Hey, hey, buy him out. They take right in because I'm gonna write your name in. <laughs> yeah, I'm. They never calling me. I, you know, I'm, I'm sure. I, and I, I'm telling you, I, I right now I can't catch no buses no more. I can't catch the bus, so uh, I'm not the dude either. I, I, I already know. I accept it. But uh, I, I think that I mean I love Tom Hardy, but I just think that that's a bad cast because I didn't realize he was 45. You know, yeah, I'm not saying there's anything wrong being 45. 45 is a great age for all our 45 year old listeners. Uh, I'm just saying that uh, if they cast well. you to be James Bond and do four <laughs> or five films, uh, that's a tough that's a tough road to hoe. Uh, listen, guys, if you have not subscribed to Power to the People, you know you're, you're missing out on everything. I mean, you really are. I mean, we have great conversations every single week about what you're thinking about, not what we're thinking about. It's actually what you're thinking about. We're just saying it, but you're thinking it. So here, come find us so we can say what you're thinking every single week. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can get us. Anywhere where you're listening right now, you can just hit the subscribe button so you don't miss it next week. Um, if you're lazy, you're lazy, you can't catch the bus either. You know what you do? You ask Alexa <laughs> to uh, play Powell to the people and Alexa will play Powell to the people. You can also reach out to us on social media at Facebook. Power to the people on Facebook. There's an action button there. You hit that. You can listen to the podcast. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter uh, for the time being. But uh, a lot of people are leaving Twitter real fast because Elon Musk stupid ass. Uh, so a lot of people won't be there. So we may not be on Twitter for much longer until the next Twitter. The people that that he, they sold, you know, what's going to happen. The people that, that sold Elon Musk Twitter are going to create their own new thing again. And that's where everybody will be anyhow. And it'll be $40 billion richer. So that's where we'll be. But right now, we're on Twitter at Powell to the Peeps, P-O-W-E-L-L, the number two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S, Powell to the Peeps on Twitter. And you can find us all on Instagram. We will see you back here at the same bat time, same bat channel next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.